Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories. And we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Tuesday, May 16th, it was a bizarre night in sports where there was no NBA. I did not have to watch any basketball. I did watch Aaron Judge go deep. I did not watch hockey. And I finally dug into Ted Lasso. I'm way behind on this season. You know, listen, it's tough during NFL, NBA to really watch these shows on streaming. It's just tough. Um, And now, starting tonight with Lakers Nuggets, I think we go two straight weeks with NBA every night. And obviously, like, I'm into the games. You guys know that. Um, I probably, I mean, there's a chance if Celtics go up 3-0 on the Heat, which is in play. Sorry to report, Miami fans, that there's a chance, small chance, that I will uh, skip a game here or there. But um, very exciting times as we get down Final Four in the NBA. We have tonight the NBA Draft Lottery. Somebody's going to win the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. I will give you shortly the leaders in the clubhouse for um, the French superstar who I think he's, they're saying he's now seven foot five, which is just insane. Um, we have a great guest today. We've had him on before. Jovan Buha covers the Lakers for the Athletic. He's in Denver. We break down all the nerdy, nitty gritty matchups, um, which guard may be left out of the Lakers rotation. You know, Lon, Lonnie Walker's cracked it now. You know, he's out there on the wing. Um, what are they going to do as bigs against Jokic? Will we see LeBron, Rui Hachimura? It's it's good stuff. And um, he has a good, interesting X factor for the series. Some potential gambling winnings could be had based on what uh, Jovan has to say. But before we get to that, I just we will do two things and I'll give my pick at the end of the podcast. Um, 
Number one, so The Ringer had a big story, that's a Bill Simmons website, had a big story on the Warriors Foundation cracking after Draymond Green punched out Jordan Poole and things were never patched up. And this writer, I guess, uh, got as close to Jordan Poole as possible and said, even though after the punch at the beginning of the season, even though like they kind of made up, it wasn't like they made up and became friends. And of course not, he got sucker punched in practice and yes it was a sucker punch and so this writer asked Jordan Poole about the divide between the team remember there's some young guys like Kuminga Wiseman was there at the time Moses Moody Poole they thought they had next they were ready and the Warriors determined they were not led by Draymond Green and Poole's response on relationships being repaired was I don't have an answer for you other than that we was just on the court and teammates. We was out there trying to win games. Um, it's just been business. It's been basketball. And that's like what it is. They're not hanging. You expect these guys to hang out afterward? Tell me the last guy that punched you in the face that was your friend that you ended up hanging out with after that. Like think of, I, I, I've never experienced that in my life. Now listen, friends scrapping in high school, fine. These are teammates. And he punched him in the face. And then the video goes out. But listen, regardless of what happened this season for the Warriors, that was going to be brought up, like the punch. Can it be repaired? What do they have to do in the offseason to get back on top? Um, and uh, listen, there's, what do we got? Essentially two months to go, uh, a little less than two months, until free agency and the summer begins. And here's the biggest problem for the Golden State Warriors, is there's no easy fix. There's no obvious move. I can only imagine that their war room is just it's going there's going to be a lot of haggling cuz Curry got paid. Curry's salary goes to 51 million next year. Clay Thompson wants to get paid this offseason. He doesn't want to go into this next season as uh, a, a lame duck. Well, that that's what they call coaches, but essentially without a future contract cuz then you get hurt and you're not getting anything in the next contract. So he wants money this summer. And, you know, Curry got 51, Clay's been right there by his side throughout it all. He's got to assume he's getting in the 40s. Andrew Wiggins got his money. He's making 24 next year. Draymond Green is another guy. He has a player option for... Uh, Draymond has a player option for 27. Well, he's obviously going to pick up the option, but he wants a new deal too. Gary Payton's on the hook for 8 mil. Kevon Looney, 8 mil. Kuminga. DiVincenzo has a player option. I don't know if he's played well enough to opt out and test the market. I don't know. I like, he had a couple good games. I like him. He's, would you rather win in Golden State or go somewhere else and maybe get paid? And then Jordan Poole's making 28 mil. Moses Moody's uh, on the books. There are a lot of unanswered questions for this team. And it's not as easy as trade Jordan Poole. It does not work like that, guys. You know that. So in the NBA, salaries have to come kind of close to matching. I forget what the exact number is. It's like 6% or the ESPN trade machine has it. But the idea that you could just move Jordan Poole it's definitely not that easy. First of all, everyone around the league knows, well, I'm not giving you a deal. Jordan Poole's stock is way down. Why am I going to overpay for a guy you guys overpaid for? And oh, by the way, if you don't move him, you got to pay Poole 30 the year after that, then 33, then 35. So the Warriors, I don't think you can move Jordan Poole. I, honestly, I'm sure they will end up doing it or talk themselves into it because of the Draymond situation. But I, this is going to be difficult. Hard choices Easy life, easy choices, hard life. You know, you know that saying. And 
It's good. It, the idea of moving on from Draymond and Clay is very, very difficult. And it's easy for me to say as an armchair GM, hey, see what you can get for Draymond. But if you were to ask GMs around the league, my guess is there's more value in Draymond Green right now on the market and Clay Thompson than there is Jordan Poole. I know Poole is younger. I know Poole averaged 20 points a game when Curry was out. But this is a guy who doesn't play any defense. He's always coming in looking for a shot. Do you remember, was it Scary Terry Rozier a few years back? Was like awesome in Boston. Instant offense off the bench. And ultimately, he ends up leaving. Let me look it up exactly. But Terry Rozier essentially was one of these guys who could just get buckets. And ultimately, the Celtics decided, you know, like Rozier is very, very good. He's skilled, but... I, I, I don't, this guy's not for us. We're not going to end up paying him. So you look at Rogier, who, by the way, 29, he's still relatively young. Um, he could still, he could still score, but like with Boston, he was an 11 point a game guy coming off the bench and they were just like, yeah, that this is not our kind of guy. So he goes to Charlotte on a bad team. He's making a lot of money and he's putting up points, 18 a game, 20 a game, 19 a game, 21 a game. He's shooting a uh, low field goal percentage. Um, he shot 40% from three in 2020, then 38, then 37, now 32. Like, uh, I mean, basically Terry Rozier, uh, his stock is continues to fall and he's on a losing team. You know, I, I just, that's the kind of guy that Jordan Poole can go turn into if he goes to the wrong team. And again, nothing against Terry Rozier. I'm sure he's thrilled. The guy is slated to make $23 million next year. So Jordan Poole's making more than him. And what are they winning? Like, what do you do with Rozier? Like, again, I like him. He's a good player. But if he's starting for you, you're not winning. So that's the other question. Like, okay, fine. Uh, let's say someone's interested in Jordan Poole. Like, you could actually go through all the lineups and you're like, well, Jordan Poole's a scorer. We could use him alongside Cunningham. Could you really? You, you think he's going to help or hurt Cade Cunningham's growth? I mean, in an essence, Jordan Poole is kind of like a Monte Ellis. Remember, Curry was there with Monte Ellis, scoring machine, bucket getter, didn't play defense, athletic, fun. I had to move on from him. Like, I think he kind of reminds me of Monte Ellis. And I like Jordan Poole a lot. I mean, this guy's an electric scorer, can get by anybody. He gets going, look out when he gets going downhill, hello. But is, is that the kind of guy you want? So... I don't see any market for him. Now, if you tell me Clay Thompson's on the market, I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of teams that haven't sniffed the playoffs that would be like, oh, heck yeah, we'll take culture, check. Uh, winning attitude, check. Great three-point shooter, check. Locker room guy, check. That Clay checks all the boxes. We will pay him. Orlando Magic would overpay him. Washington Wizards, who haven't been in the playoffs forever, would take him. And obviously, he's not going to be your one, not going to be your two, but you have him as a culture guy helping young dudes learn how to win. Like, there's some teams that just don't have players who know how to win. Indiana Pacers, you know? Like, it obviously won't happen, but like a buddy healed. He doesn't know winning. What, one good year in Oklahoma went to the Final Four? Like, buddy healed. I, I mean, I like him, but all he is, you know, he's an off-the-bench chucker who can who can get hot. He, he can be a, a scoring machine, a microwave off the bench. But ultimately, uh, Indiana is desperate to win. Remember, this is a franchise in a small market that needs to host playoff games to make that postseason money. They don't have a big TV deal. They're not. Indiana's in a tough market. They need to be in the playoffs. They would kill for a guy like Klay Thompson. I'm sure the Clippers would love to have Klay Thompson in the building. 
Now, the Warriors don't want him in the Western Conference, obviously. You don't want to see Clay in the playoffs. And these tough decisions, I mean, listen, man, Draymond Green has a ton of value. However, how is Draymond Green going to age? You sign him to a three-year deal? What's that looking like two years from now? It's just, it's very difficult right now for the Golden State Warriors. I don't know that there's a way that Poole and Draymond can can make up. And I think most people will land on Jay. You just trade Jordan Poole. You get whatever you can. You get off that deal. Even if you got to take a bad deal. Oh, really? You, you're gonna, what if they say, hey, we want Kaminga too? You're just going to part ways with Kaminga? I saw someone float Kaminga and Poole for Drew Holiday. And I'm like, I'm trading two of my top seven guys, two of my young guys who are going to be with me in the future, for Drew Holiday, who I like and is a good defender, but... You're ripping apart your bench, and, and listen, Curry's getting old, guys. I, I, I just, it's very difficult in Golden State. I don't know that there's an easy solution. Um, and Bob Myers, it seems like, is looking to get the hell out of Dodge. Um, at least that, that would be my read in Golden State, because uh, the ship, not be sinking, but it's close. Uh, quickly to the Victor Wembenyama sweepstakes. Tonight, they do the draft lottery. Um, big night. I will have a mock draft for Fox Sports next week. Um, currently, the best odds to get Victor Wembenyama are tied between Detroit, Houston, and San Antonio. I'm sure there are a lot of Spurs fans who are thinking, boy, if we could r- duplicate the magic when we got Tim Duncan, that would be amazing. Houston has, has an interesting scenario. Let's say you get the top pick. Are you... Are you still adding James Harden to that? Now, there's a chance you could win quickly, but does Harden hurt or help Victor Wembenyama's growth as a young player? And I ask that because we know James Harden is kind of touch and go. We know in Houston he loves the nightlife scene. James Harden will show up one night, and the next night he's invisible. We know in the playoffs it's even worse. I don't know. I mean, Detroit is kind of interesting. I just don't know that they have enough talent to really do anything now. You could argue the East is weak. And actually, you could argue the West is getting old. The East is a little we- is a little weaker. But here are the highest paid players on the Pistons next year. No, jeez. Bogdanovich, Bagley, Cunningham, Alec Burks, James Wiseman, Jaden Ivey. Oh, my gosh, this is a bad team. Kellyanne Hayes, Jalen Duran, Isaiah Stewart. I mean, they gotta, they're going to have to make a lot of moves. If they're bringing on Wembenyama, I, I, I don't see it there. Houston, if they opt not to go the James Harden route, is somewhat spicy because there is a lot. I think there's more talent in Houston, young talent, than there is in Detroit. Um, Jalen Green, I like. Jabari Smith, we don't really know a lot about. Um, just Sean Tate, the kid from Ohio State, he's pretty good. Sangoon is very good. Can you imagine Sangoon? On the front line with Wembenyama, that's not bad. Tari Eason, who I loved coming out last year. I think he made second team all-rookie. Kevin Porter is highly paid. I think he'll probably be gone. Um, I think this Houston team has talent. Um, if you're asking me where do I, would I like Wembenyama to go? Well, Portland certainly is interesting. They bricked on the number one pick with uh, Greg Oden. Um, they have a 10% chance. The top three teams have a 14% chance. Charlotte, 12.5. Portland, 10 Wembenyama get Damian Lillard to stay? Or does that make make trading Dame a lot easier because you just build around Wembenyama, Simons, whatever else you get, Shaden Sharp. Like, 
it's kind of interesting. Orlando seems to always win the lottery. Indiana, Washington never, ever gets good things. Utah at 4%. Dallas at 3%. How about that? Wembenyama and Luka? But only a 3% chance. And uh, then there's Orlando, OKC. Orlando via Chicago, OKC, Toronto, New Orleans. Wembenyama sweepstakes will be very fun. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest, the Athletics, Jovan Buha. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Let's welcome in to Straight Fire, a guy he's been on the podcast before, covers the Lakers. He has had some really good, some bangers this year. Um, If you've been <laughs> following you. the team, Jovan Buha, how are you, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you are now in Denver for the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to imagine that when the Lakers were 2-10, and 10, you were not envisioning a trip to the Western Conference Finals. I was not. Uh, <laughs> I was not as recently as the trade deadline when, when they were oh. 13th in the West. Uh, you know, e- even with the moves at the time, I, I thought the team would be better, uh, you know, may- maybe make a late playoff push. But I don't think anyone, even with the team, saw this coming, uh, th- this type of turnaround, this type of run. Yeah, it feels like, and I I don't want to try to make too much of this yet because nothing's determined, but it feels like LeBron and AD, by getting Westbrook out of there, kind of sort of killed the super team vibes and getting in a bunch of role players around them, uh, Vanderbilt, um, Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura, like any one of the, Dennis Schroeder, they've got basically five solid role players. Any one of them are liable to go off on a night. 
And that's almost better than the three big headed that than the three big stars that used to be in vogue. Would you agree with that at all? Or yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. I, I think that was really the Lakers' issue for their their season and a half with Russ was uh, you know, last year it was all the old guys and uh, you know, running it back with the the DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Howard. Trevor Ariza guys who over half, over half that rosters out of the NBA right now and and not getting back in. Uh, And and then this year uh, at the start of the year, it was uh, a lot of guards and, and kind of smaller guys where you always had these weird three guard lineups where Russell Westbrook or Patrick Beverly is like the small forward uh, out there and uh, just didn't have enough shooting, didn't have enough size. And I, I really think, uh, you know, th- there was an addition by subtraction element with the rust trade where, uh, you know, as I've reported, others have reported uh, just the, the chemistry in the locker room was not great. Uh, just the situation with Russ was not great for all parties involved. Uh, but but then you also, as you alluded to, got a bunch of depth and uh, brought in a D'Angelo Russell, a Malik Beasley, a Jared Vanderbilt at the time, three starters, uh, then bring a guy like. Rui off the bench. Uh, and then at the time having Dennis and Austin off the bench, you know, now the, the rotations reworked a little bit. Uh, Austin is a full-time starter. Uh, Dennis started game six, uh, but the depth with this group and, and just the, the, the fit with those guys, the shooting, uh, like the, you know, D'Angelo doesn't have to be a point guard. He doesn't like to refer to himself as a point guard, uh, but he can be a spot up shooter, uh, catch and shoot guy that, you know, Russell Westbrook could, you know, just could never be. So uh, I think the, the, there's kind of a randomness with this group where you know what you're getting from LeBron and AD every night, but one night it could be Austin, one night it could be Dennis, one night it could D, uh, be D'Lo, one night it could be Rui. Like th- these guys are just kind of going off game by game. And mm-hmm. it really makes it hard, I think, for opponents to game plan for them. Yeah. It, it's so weird. I mean, I don't know if you totally agree, but I'm talking like February, like you said, or, or trade deadline. It was like a poo-poo platter of, oh, it's not going to be Malik Beasley night, you know? And it's like, it's of course it's not going to be. But then Austin Reeves becomes like, I mean, geez. I I don't even, is he the third best player on the team now? It, yes, he he is. And honestly, I think he was all season. Like, I, I think those who followed the Lakers closely, um, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, when I would talk about lineups and rotations and stuff, like I, I was saying, I mean, this, like we, we saw it last year, you know, Austin toward, toward the end of the season mm-hmm. really started to establish himself as, um, you know, he grew up playing point guard and I, I think kind of came in as a two, three uh, where, you know, playing more on the wing, more as a catch and shoot guy. But like you, you've seen with, with him with the ball in his hands, you know, magic happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think because of the way he looks, because of him being undrafted, people didn't really view him in that light. But I think we're starting to see he is much more of an on-ball guy than he is an off-ball yeah. guy. And he well, can yeah. thrive off the ball. He he can cut. He can spot up. He, he can do those things. But he is much more of a point guard, I think, than he is a, a wing. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention among the role players, Lonnie Walker. Hello. I mean, had one of the great. They dusted players. the cobwebs off him. He was starting yeah. for the first half of the season. I need to ask play. you about that. I went yeah. to the opener and I could have sworn that Lonnie Walker was the third best player in the Lakers. And then I kept saying that for like a month. And then I don't know what happened. Did he get in the doghouse? Like, what do you know what happened with him? Yeah, there, there was a little bit of dog. I think there's there's some revisionist history now of, oh, he had this injury and uh, that's the reason why he wasn't playing. It was no, like he, um, you know, he, he stopped shooting the ball as well as he had earlier in the season. Uh, I think at times he was a little 
to kind of me first in the offense and, and looking for his own shot. Uh, and then the defense slipped a little bit. That was the one thing was early in the season, he was defending at a high level. And I think as the season progressed, he stopped defending at that level. And then once they brought in a guy like Malik Beasley, well, that guy's making $16 million a year. He's expecting to start or, or play oh, a certain geez. role. And then you, you bring in a D'Angelo Russell, Austin's breaking out. Dennis is still playing a, a key role off the bench. So I, I just felt like th- they, they kind of overcrowded the backcourt and Lonnie was the one guy who, who was a bit replaceable. Uh, I'm interested to see his role in this series because it, it did feel like Golden State was very much a series for him with, with you know them playing small, them playing a lot of guards. The Lakers needed that offensive burst, that athleticism. I don't know if that's necessarily the case in mm. this series where I think it's going to be much more of a defensive battle. You know, can, can you defend? Uh, you know, Jamal Murray, uh, can, can you make enough shots? So we'll, we'll see with that. But uh, again, to your point, like the, the Lakers finding uh, 15 points in the fourth quarter out of nowhere with, with a guy who hadn't played in two months, uh, it, it just feels like right now th- they've had found money in, in, in seemingly every series. This is insane. I, I Because you said that Beasley's making 16 million, I was like, no way, I got to look this up. He's making 16 million next year, but I'm assuming yep. the Lakers are going to decline the team option, right? I, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so D'Angelo Russell, 31 mil. Mo, wait, how did this happen? How did I miss this? Mo Bamba, who I don't think has done anything all playoffs, is making $10 million a year? W- what is that about? He, he's also got a team option, uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was declined as well. Mm. And uh, he, he's either brought back on a minimum, uh, minimum contract or uh, you know he signs elsewhere. It's crazy. Austin Reeves, 1.5 million. Dennis Schroeder, 2.6. That, 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 that Austin one's going to go up a lot more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to all that. But so one of the big changes, and I was banging on Darvin Ham. I didn't like the rotations when he was playing Troy Brown heavy minutes in the play in the regular season. And he makes a couple good moves um, in the series against Golden State, specifically Schroeder to point guard um, or, or Schroeder to the starting lineup and and putting Vanderbilt out. I am curious. Do you think he goes back to that? to start against Denver. And if not, like where does Vanderbilt fit in? Yeah. Uh, from what I've been told that they're still debating whether they want to go back to Vanderbilt or, or not, uh, kind of the, the pros and cons. I, I think the the pros are, you know, defensively, uh, I think he makes a lot of sense against mm-hmm. either an Aaron Gordon or a Michael Porter jr. Mm. Uh, and if you start, if you start with a Dennis, I mean, just looking at Denver's front line, uh, you know, Jokic is six eleven. Aaron Gordon, 6'9", Michael Porter Jr., 6'10". Like, if you're going with three guards in Austin, D'Lo, and Dennis, that is a tiny lineup that you're throwing Mm. out there. One of those guys has to guard MPJ. I I suspect LeBron will will be on Aaron Gordon. AD will be on Jokic. And and then which one of those guys is guarding MPJ? And and maybe you you want Denver. It's almost like a a tactic to get Denver to run more of their offense through him versus Jamal Murray or, or Nikola Jokic. But well, I don't really love the thought of Austin Reeves uh, giving up five or six inches against the Michael Porter Jr. and kind of the ways that Denver can exploit uh, that matchup. So I do think either Rui Hachimura or Jared Vanderbilt uh, plays a big role in this series defensively against Gordon and, and MPJ. So wait, uh, so wait, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You're saying you, you can see AD, LeBron, and Rui on the floor at the same time? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've done that before. It's mm. not something that they've done as much recently. They, they have tried to, uh, you know, have, have more spacing and shooting out there. Um, I, I think Rui's actually, uh, you know, I have a preview going up tomorrow. He, he's going to be my X Factor for the Lakers just because he's actually defended well in the post against bigger guys. Carl uh, Anthony Towns during the regular season and the, the play-in game. Jaron Zach, uh, Jackson Jr. In, in that first-round series. 
So I think the Lakers are actually going to put Rui on Jokic at times hmm. and have AD as that roamer, that help defender, kind of similar to the way Memphis played AD, where they would often put Xavier Tillman, Tillman right. or a smaller guy on AD and then have Jaron Jackson Jr. roaming the paint to try and block shots, alter shots, because it's usually easier to block shots as a help defender rather mm-hmm. than on the ball. So Williams, I think we'll, we'll yeah. see some of that. Rui kind of trying to body Jokic. That's, that's a big body. Uh, well, you know, we'll see if that works. Uh, maybe Tristan Thompson uh, gets. Oh, gets, stop, it. stop! 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 I, I'm serious. On. Like you, you're gonna probably you're probably gonna need another big, and, and ideally it's Mo Bamba, but he's doubtful for game one. Well, we'll what is his injury? He, he hasn't played uh, in forever. He's had an ankle injury uh, that oh, that he's been dealing with for 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 several weeks now. So uh, he had, he just had to get a, a PRP injection. Uh, the Lakers announced. He's back in LA. We'll be uh, joining the team tomorrow, mm. but doubtful for game one. But we'll see if he can play in game two or three. Uh, but I think the Lakers are going to need one more big. Like one thing Anthony Davis talked about was Dwight Howard was essential for them in, in that That's 2020 right. matchup against Jokic. Uh, if you remember, he dubbed himself the Batman because uh, of Jokic's Joker nickname. And, and he really disrupted, I mean, you know, did as good of a job as you can reasonably do against Jokic. Now, Jokic is much better since then. Yes. Uh, but I don't know if you want to put, AD on him for 40 minutes a night and risk the potential foul trouble because you know that that's I think inevitably going to come with that. Yeah. So whether it's Rui, whether it's Tristan Thompson, Wenyan Gabriel, like Lakers are going to have to find another guy who could defend Jokic. I think for 10, 12, 15 minutes a night and have you know give AD a little bit of a rest defensively mm-hmm. where he can kind of protect the rim. Okay, uh, you mentioned a lot of guys. You did not mention uh, LeBron James. Do you see LeBron getting frustrated enough with the way everybody's defending Jokic on his team that he says? Bleep this. Let me let me get in there. I want to crack at Jokic. It, it, it's always it's always a you know a possibility, but I do think you know we saw LeBron defend Jaron Jackson Jr. in the first round, and it did not particularly go well uh, in that game. Yeah. One, he defended him a lot, and, and Jaron Jackson Jr. had thirty one points. So uh, I think for Le- LeBron likes to be that roamer as well. He, he's someone who likes to go for the the weak side blocks, and um, you know, kind of that that ignite fast breaks that way. So. I suspect he'll be on Gordon. He'll be on Jeff Green. He'll be on kind of the lesser front court options and then help off those guys. Uh, so, you know, potentially if if it's not getting done or 80s in foul trouble, maybe the Lakers go small with, with Rui and LeBron and LeBron gets 80. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, gets Jokic, but I think they're probably going to look for other guys, you know, tr- try those out first and, and then go to LeBron more as a last resort. So Lakers have way better depth than Denver, but yeah. a name. And, and again, I hadn't heard his name this postseason at all, but he has given the Lakers major problems when he was with the Clippers is Reggie Jackson. He played a grand total of 10 minutes against the Suns. Now, I don't know, you know, what's going on with him there in Denver, but historically, uh, I believe, jo- Jovan, he's destroyed the Lakers um, and the he Clippers has. have owned them. Do you well, think yeah. we see some Reggie Jackson in this series? Because again, Denver, you know, they basically their backup guard is like Bruce Brown, right? That's yeah. it. Christian Braun, I think, is more of like a small forward. Um, do you think we see some Reggie Jackson? Could that be an X factor? Uh, you know, potentially. You, you never know. Uh, I think there's just something with those <laughs> someone putting on a Clippers jersey where they they get superpowers against the <laughs> Lakers and, and they just can't miss shots. You know, I used to cover the Clippers and and I was on the other side of it where it, it's just guys just shoot so much better against the Lakers for yeah. whatever reason. Uh, so I think 
you know, maybe, maybe he puts on a Clippers jersey under his Nuggets jersey and and gets that mojo back. Uh, but I feel feels like Denver's condensed their rotation to like seven and a half, uh, right. eight at most. He's not in that, uh, so I, I suspect they'll they'll stick with that. But you never know. You know, may, maybe they need an offensive. Uh, you know, punch off the bench. Someone gets injured. Someone gets in foul trouble. They, they mix things up. Uh, but but based on the way uh, you know Michael Malone has used his rotation, uh, I, I would guess not. Um, is uh former Laker teammate or former LeBron teammates currently on the Nuggets? Um, Jeff Green, KCP, anyone else? I believe that's it. Uh, okay, off the top of my head. I'm just curious what you think. If that's anything, a factor in this series, especially KCP, who was on the Lakers team that beat Denver a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it's some some KCP uh, revenge. Uh, he, after joining Denver, uh, said that he felt, th- or that he was speaking on the Lakers' behalf, saying that the Lakers felt Denver was the better team and would have won that series had Anthony Davis not made that shot. Oh, that three. Uh, that that right. game-winning three in, in game two. Uh, so I don't think the Lakers love those comments. Uh, he also had a comment uh, a couple years ago saying he no longer saw the the spark and the joy in LeBron. Uh, so uh, KCP, despite being a clutch client, despite having ties to LeBron and AD, uh, has had some interesting comments over the past couple of years kind of mm. against LeBron and the Lakers. Uh, mm. But... You know, LeBron spoke highly of him today at practice, uh, and, and I, I think he is kind of an X factor with, with just his his energy, his ability to uh, get out and transition, make threes, defend multiple positions. I wouldn't be surprised if he de- defends LeBron at times. I, I think Aaron He's a Gordon, good defender, will, man. Yeah, Aaron Gordon will be the primary matchup, and and I think Aaron Gordon's actually done a, a pretty good job against LeBron the past couple of years uh, in, in LA Denver matchups. But mm-hmm. KCP will, will probably get a crack at times. I, I suspect he'll be more of an Austin Reeves guy, and and his job will just be. You're living in Austin Reeves, Jersey. You're, you're trying to shut him down uh, th- this series. But uh, yeah, I mean, w- with him, Jeff Green, of course, played with LeBron in Cleveland. And, uh, you know, it was part of some of those finals runs mm. there. So, yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot. Thomas Bryant. Is he on the Nuggets currently? Thomas Bryant. Yes, correct. Wow, so, so he was the, on the Lakers earlier this season, but he didn't play with him at is all. He, he, he wanted a bigger role and, and asked the Lakers to trade him. He ends up getting traded to Denver and, and now at times has been their third string center and just not really playing. So he went from, uh, you know, being the backup center, getting a starting role with the Lakers when AD was out, playing well, and then being upset with his role after AD came back, <laughs> asking out, and then now just doesn't play at all. So, um, you know, it's like a couple of guys, actually, because DeAndre Jordan's also on this team. So, Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, it is. It's adding up. There's multiple former Lakers uh, on this Denver yeah, team. Interesting. It's, it, yeah, interesting. It's crazy. I was at a Laker game, I think, around Christmas. They might have played Charlotte. And I mm-hmm. thought Thomas Bryant, yeah, eight points and 13 boards. He had, like, a good game. Mm-hmm. He was, like, a factor. Played 33 minutes. Um, yeah, he, he was I, balling when AD was out. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, 21 in a game, 21 and 10. And he's not getting off the bench. And Den- I know Denver's good, but I mean, they- they're young. They're the, of their the problem top with seven Bryant, guys. They have one guy who's over 30 years old, Jeff Green. That's it. The, the problem with Thomas Bryant is his defense. I mean, that, that's just it. Um, and, and that was the reason why uh, the Lakers were, were willing to move on from him. It's just, you know, he, I, I think he's statistically one of the worst defensive bigs in the league. Um, He's a bit of a sieve. He he can be taken advantage of in the pick and roll. So uh, I I think if he, if they dust off the cobwebs with him for whatever reason, and uh, Lakers play some small backup units, uh, again, we'll see if they change the lineup to, to get 
Tristan or Wenyan in there more. Uh, if Thomas Bryant's out there, Lakers are going to go at him in the pick and roll and target him for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think if LeBron sees Christian Braun on the court, he's going to go right at him every single time. I would assume he's going to go after Michael Porter Jr. too. Even Jokic. I think like that's really one of the interesting things is that uh, L.A. has played teams that have been able to switch the LeBron 80 pick and roll pretty well. Uh, Dylan, like Memphis, Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, you know, even t- like Tillman did a good job against LeBron. He, he times, was a LeBron right? defender yeah, yeah. at times. Uh, obviously, LeBron got the best of him in the, the end of that game four. But mm-hmm. uh, in Golden State, Draymond uh, and Andrew Wiggins were able to, to switch those actions. But Denver can't necessarily do that, you know, unless they go uh, Aaron Gordon uh, on AD and like KCP on LeBron, like maybe, you know, even then though, now KCP's on AD, like they don't really have great options. Uh, maybe again, Bruce Brown, maybe in there, but he's not starting. So like if, but if Jokic is in the, the, the action, like LeBron is going to target him. And I'm, I'm interested to see what Denver does uh, when, when the LeBron AD pick and roll happens and Jokic either has to show and and hedge and, and LeBron's trying to go past him or he's switching on to LeBron. Like, I'm not really sure what Denver does with, with those actions. Yeah. So you mentioned um, K- KCP probably trying to be in Austin Reeves' jersey. I'm just, you know, I see all these people on social media put saying Austin Reeves is going to get 90 million, 80 million, whatever the number is. And I just think back to Alex Caruso, who is not as good of a player as Reeves, obviously. Really, really good defender, but Reeves has a larger skill set. You've been around Reeves all year. Does this guy strike you as the dude who's just looking to chase paper or does he love being in L.A., love being with LeBron and would take not a hometown discount, but given the choice of, hey, if the Lakers are offering me 10 million less, I'll take the Lakers. But if it's like 20 million, I mean, come on, I got to go to, you know, Charlotte or whatever. Well, so so one factor here that I think is an important context is Austin's going to be a restricted free agent. So any contract he signs the Lakers can match. Oh, uh, so well, that's awesome. Awesome. So even if it gets up to, you know, I think 98.7 or, you know, around 99 is the most he can get. If he gets that contract, the Lakers can match that. Now, of course, that's a, a very high number. And I, I think they would think hard about whether they'd want to pay him that much money. Uh, I, I think they probably would match that, but, you know, the, so the Lakers have, I, I think that that kind of gets lost in some of this is people act like Austin's just going to leave for, X amount of money. Now, the most the Lakers can offer him is 50.8 million over four years. Uh, from what I've been told, the Lakers are going to offer that. And and now there, there's different versions of, you know, maybe Austin signs a smaller deal so he can hit free agency again and, and earn a bigger contract in a year or two. But, the, you know, whatever Austin wants, whether it's a one-year deal, two-year deal, four-year deal, Lakers are going to offer that to him, uh, you know, the, the second they're eligible to. And now it's on Austin and his representation of, you know, do you accept that? Do you field offers from other teams? Uh, now, again, so four years, 50.8 million. If he gets a four-year 70 million, four-year 80 million, four-year 90 million, that's hard to turn down. And yeah, but the Lakers it, it doesn't mean he, and the Lakers can match though. So that's the thing. So even if he, like, there's a way where, you know, that's kind of the loophole here is like, he can get a bigger offer with, when basically tell the Lakers, I'm going to take this, you know, I really want you guys to match. You know, ideally you guys do match. And, you know, now I'd sign this four year $70 million deal. And now the Lakers can actually pay him more than the 50.8, which is the max they can offer right. him. So that's kind of the thing here. I suspect Austin will be back, you know, but it's it's going to start at 50.8. Like he's, he's not going to make right. less than that. 
Unless but, again, he's signing a, a short-term deal. But even if like, again, we, I think we need some context, right? Like it's one thing to look amazing playing with AD and LeBron, two of the top 12, 15 players in the league, right? Yeah. I mean, like Detroit isn't going to say, that's our guy, 70 mil. We need Austin Reeves in the backcourt with Cade Cunningham. Like that's not going to happen. I, I would think, right? I mean, I, unless- I think the, the, so the one thing here is that I think if you really look at the free agent market, it's pretty bad this summer. Mm. Um, and and there are some things with the new CBA that, that are going to be kicking in the following summer where um, like some of the, the luxury tax stuff isn't as punitive um, and just some of the penalties and, and the cap flexibility. So I, I do think there are some incentives for teams to spend money this summer versus when things start to kind of change the, the following summer. So I, I think looking at it like, it's really not that crazy to be like among the younger wing options. Like Austin Reeves is near the top of that list, wow. or potentially at the top of that list. Like That's if you really look at who's out there, there aren't many great young guys out there. And, and Austin, since becoming a starter, you know, 17 points a game, Lakers are 16 and six with him in the starting lineup mm. uh, over that stretch. Like he, he's shooting uh, around 50% from the floor, 40% from three. So like he's been, really at that number three level. And and I said this toward the end of the regular season and like, I stand by it. Like, I, I think he's really making a case to be the third best player, you know, not only on this roster right now, but of the LeBron AD era. Like I, I don't really like right now, you, know, you could put KCP Kuzma? in there. You could put Kuzma in there. Uh, I mean, Russ, I guess gets a mention. Stop, although it was stop, a disaster. Stop, 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 stop. Uh, <laughs> after that, you know, like yeah. D'Angelo Russell to me has just been too inconsistent compared with like Austin yeah, totally. gives you kind of a baseline of like, 12 points, four or five assists, four or five rebounds every night. And he hasn't been paid. Pop off. Yeah. Yeah. And he hasn't been paid yet. Um, so, you know, and, and to your point about like the Caruso, I think it's a, like they are kind of the spiritual successors that they're, uh, you know, white guys, they're undrafted, they're feisty, hustle hard, they play yeah. hard, they hustle. But I think Austin's way more skilled offensively oh, yeah. th- than Caruso. And, and again, to kind of have some of these moments that he's had, he's had four 20 point games uh, across the Lakers. Uh, 12 playoff games and like that's not something caruso is doing. no absolutely and and i i think he's showing like even now lakers have a lot of mouths to feed of course lebron and ad but d'lo Rui, dennis like there's a lot of kind of guys that they almost have a egalitarian offense yeah i think if if austin was featured more he could easily be a guy averaging 18 to 22 that's probably fair and so i think the contract he's going to get he deserves and it really is a hell of a story of just this guy mm. coming out of nowhere, being undrafted, not even, you know, being a two-way guy, not even having a roster spot until a couple of days before training camp. And then to go from that to a year later, being a full-time starter, about to get paid, having several big moments in, in these playoffs with the Lakers, mm-hmm. it's just a remarkable. All run. right. Last one, uh, Jovan, real quick. Who do you believe will be the odd man out of the backcourt in this series? Reeves, unlikely, Schroeder or Russell? If you if you're giving me those three, I'm gonna say Russell. Yeah, um, that that was my guess too. I think it, it just really like with, with D'Angelo, it just comes down to is he, is he making his shot or not? Because mm-hmm. he doesn't provide the defense that Austin and Dennis provide. Uh, he, he's not providing the rebounding that Austin provides at that position, um, and, and just kind of that energy and that spark that those guys can can have. Uh, he is a really good playmaker, and I think that's been. Even with some of his bad offensive performances, he'll still get you 
five, six, seven assists. And I think that's kind of flown under the radar with him where he's still been really good in the pick and roll, still been good in transition, finding guys. Uh, so I, I think D'Angelo has probably been a little underrated at times, but if you're asking me between those three, you know, I, I think Austin is the lock where if you just look at his game log, like he's constantly 30 plus minutes a night, you know, no matter yeah, what. And LeBron loves Den- him too. Yeah. LeBron loves him. Dennis Darvin loves, and, and you know, no matter He's had some bad offense performances, but even when he's you know shooting the ball poorly, Darvin loves his defense and his. Yeah, he's going to hound Murray up and down. He's going to hound yeah. Murray and and did a really good job against Steph. So I think those two guys are locks, and it comes down to to D'Lo. Is he shooting the ball well? Is mm-hmm. he engaged? How, you know, what's his disposition? And, and if not, you know, maybe they do go a Lonnie Walker, or, or they just play mm-hmm. a little bit of a bigger lineup. Yeah. All right, Jovan Buha, the Athletic. Enjoy Denver. Enjoy the series. I can't wait. Very exciting out here in L.A., man. Uh, Thanks for taking the time. Appreciate you. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Great stuff from Jovan Buha of The Athletic. I really like some of his uh, insights onto Rui Hachimura possibly defending Jokic. That was something I had not considered at all in this series. Um, And I will be, again, I I don't think you can come in guns blazing in game one and drop a ton of bets. But I will look to see what the matchups are, what kind of adjustments could be made for game two. I think there's probably more value in game two. Now, something interesting happened to this line. When I mentioned it Sunday night, the line was five and a half for Denver. It went up in uh, Monday afternoon to six. Circa hit six and a half as I'm recording this late Monday night. 
six and a half. Somebody, I guess, knows something for it to go up an entire point in a day. And NBA, a point in an NBA line is, you know, not as significant as NFL, obviously. But the Lakers arrived early. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see there's a, why, why this would be moving. So something's going on here. Um, some of the player prop totals, LeBron, 25 and a half. Anthony Davis, 22 and a half. D'Angelo Russell, 15 and a half. That feels a little high. Uh, but then again, you don't know which Russell's showing up. The guy who's going to shoot one of 10 or the guy who's going to go for 19 points and, and, and a nice win. Austin Reeves, 14 and a half. Uh, Jokic, 27 and a half. Jamal Murray, 24 and a half. Like, it's, I, again, this is not that different from the early rounds of a boxing match, right? You feel each other out. Like, I don't know who's going to guard Murray. Is Vanderbilt going to start on Murray? Does Vanderbilt start on Porter? Does Vanderbilt even start? Dennis Schroeder, perhaps, gets the start. Does he chase Murray up and down the court? Remember, he hounded Curry. Just like the Kings put Davion Mitchell. I thought it was a catastrophic error. You want to go back two weeks from uh, two weeks ago and listen to it. Like Game 7, pulling Davion Mitchell in favor of Terrence Davis for offense. Like I thought that was insanely stupid by Mike Brown, the coach of the year. Um, KCP over 9.5. Again, this has been a theme for years now. Role players at home usually step up. I Let me see if I can see a number for Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown is 11.5 coming off the bench. Shooter, 8.5. Uncle Jeff Green, 4.5. No number for Christian Brown. These are at FanDuel. But Bruce Brown is the kind of guy, like, how many minutes is he going to play? Does Denver need to go big? Will they have to go small? Uh, is there foul trouble to someone? Um, KCP is the kind of guy, you know he's going to come out seeking revenge on the Lakers. Right, he played for the Lakers, as Buha said. He had some comments. Nine and a half for KCP is very light. This is a guy, nine and a half basically means you hit three threes, and boom, all you need is like a free throw or a two-pointer at some point. Now, if you look, my computer's all slow. If you look at KCP's numbers, he had his moments against the Suns, and he also kind of did not show up. Game six in Phoenix, 21 points. Game one at home, 10. Game two at home, 14. Now, that was the game where Murray was putrid, and KCP kind of went off with the threes in the third and fourth quarter. Then he goes to Phoenix, two points. He goes to Phoenix, 10 points. Comes home, seven. So he's really hit and miss, but he did shoot 41% from three. Against Minnesota, same deal. 15, 8, 14, 5, 10. Like, he's basically a 10-point-a-game guy. So I guess the question becomes, the Lakers have a better defense in Minnesota. The Lakers have a better defense in Phoenix. If this game is going to be Lakers showing up, playing tough defense, why would you take Porter over? I'm sorry, why would you take um, KCP over? Uh, Porter's a guy I would look at at home. I would bet his overs. On the road, I would lean under. In game one, just because he's my guy, you know I'm a huge fan. I will look at Jamal Murray over 24 and a half. Now, there is slight juice to the over, Listen, somebody's going to have to cook. This this is not going to be a game in the 90s. Nuggets are rested. They're at home. They want to push tempo. Lakers coming off a huge win, taking down the Warriors on uh, Friday night. Both teams kind of rested. I I don't see a lot of sluggishness here. These teams are familiar with one another. They play in the West. They faced off in the bubble. I I don't see the Jazz like being a slowdown attack. Uh, Despite the Lakers' defense being very, very good. I mean, in game one against the Warriors... Warriors scored like, and they were coming off the seven-game series. Let me see. The Warriors, I think they had 113 points in game one. What was the final? Or was I thinking about the Memphis? Yeah. Uh, Game one, yeah, 117 to 112. And that was with the Warriors getting no rest. So 
Lakers gave up 112, 127, 97, 101, 121, 101. This idea that the Nuggets are going to be held in check at home in game one is kind of ridiculous. I would look at my, I guess my top three overs would be Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, Jamal Murray, 24 and a half, Michael Porter Jr., 14 and a half. And I'm going to get a little crazy and go KCP over nine and a half, um, which is risky because his he might get like seven shots. And if he if he's not hitting three or four, it's over. Um, so yeah, I, 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 that, that one's not for the faint of heart. Um yeah, I'm very excited for this series. I'm my official pick. You guys know I have two futures bets on the Lakers to win the title from February. I posted them on the gram. I think the Nuggets win this series. Nuggets haven't lost at home in the series. In the playoffs. Lakers haven't lost at home in the playoffs. Which one breaks? I mean, obviously in that scenario, you're like, oh, well, LeBron will come through because it's LeBron. I don't know. I'll go Nuggets in seven. I'm rooting Lakers, obviously. And in the player points pool, by the way, because I know you care, I have surged up to second. And uh, the guy sent the, uh, my buddy Josh sent the text of how many players have left for each uh, competitor. As of now, your boy is in second place. I am like 70 points behind the leader. He has one guy left. I have three. Uh, the guy in third place has four, but he has Schroeder, Reeves, LeBron. Uh, a stroke of genius, or you could say luck, whichever one. Um, so I'm in I'm in a great spot with Gordon, Murray, and Malcolm Brogdon. I think Brogdon gets by and goes to the finals, which is going to be key for me. Obviously, you need somebody. In the, you're not going to have any chance to win this thing if you have nobody left. So um, player point. I know you guys care. Uh, it's like uh, several. Uh, maybe low four figures. I don't even know the total. At any rate. That's a long Tuesday podcast. Enjoy the game. We'll record right after. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, 
It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 